0: So you are able to physically—well, you're forced to leave Russia physically. You've taken your assets out, but Russia has effectively seized $230 million of tax money that you had paid. All of your major employees are out of Russia, and your legal representatives are out of Russia, except Sergei Magnitsky. Sergei Magnitsky is imprisoned. Describe what life is like for him in prison. Well, let me just back up for one second. So, Sergei testified against the police officers when we discovered this whole thing, thinking that, that um, somehow uh, this must be a rogue operation. There's no way that the president of Russia could allow $230 million of tax money just to go to a bunch of, of corrupt cops and tax officials. So, he testifies against them, and, and, and instead, of, instead of the testimony being used to round up the bad guys, um, uh, on, um, in, in October... Uh, I'm sorry. In November of 2008, um, the uh, three officers who report to one of the officers he testified against come to his home at 8 in the morning in front of his wife and two children, turn the place upside down, then they arrest him, they put him in pretrial detention, and then they start to torture him to get him to withdraw his testimony, and then they want to get him to sign a, a false confession. And so they put him in, um, uh, they put him in a cell with 14 inmates and leave the lights on 24 hours a day uh, to impose sleep de- deprivation. Um, and, and then they come to him at the end of this, and they, at the end of a week of this, and they say, you know, sign this confession to say that you stole the $230 million. And they figure that this guy is just a, um, a tax lawyer, um, easily um, uh, softened up and, and after a week, he would sign anything, but Sergei refused. They then put him in a cell in December in Moscow that had no heat and no window panes And he nearly froze to death, and they asked him again to sign the false confession. He again refused. They then put him in a cell with no toilet, just a hole in the floor where the sewage would bubble up and stench would be unbearable. Again, asking him to sign this thing. Again, he refused. They did all this stuff to him over and over and over again for about six months, and eventually it started to really affect his health badly, and he ended up losing 40 pounds, developing really severe pains in his stomach, and being diagnosed as having pancreatitis and gallstones, and he needed an operation, which was scheduled for the 1st of August, 2009. A week before the operation was due, they then uh, uh, they, they show up again with this proposal for the false confession. And in spite of this unbelievable, horrific, unbelievably horrific situation, he just will not sacrifice his integrity. And, um, and so they then, they then abruptly move him from a prison that had a medical facility to a, a Moscow prison called Butyrka, which is a, a, a hellish place. It's, a, it's a, one of the worst prisons in Russia, a maximum security prison from hundreds of years ago. It's a really grotesque place. And most significantly for Sergei, they have no medical facilities there at all. And at Butyrka, his health went completely over the edge and they refused him all medical attention. He and his lawyers wrote 20 different requests for medical attention to every different branch of the uh, penal law enforcement and judicial system. and and. Uh, either they would ignore the requests, or they'd actually send back answers in writing, refusing him medical attention. And this just got worse and worse and worse. And on the night of November 16, 2009, uh, it just got to be too much for him, and he went into critical condition. And on that night, then, the prison officials at Butyrka then, then decided to move him back to the other prison, the medical wing. And they put him in an ambulance. They took him over to the other prison. But instead of putting him in the medical wing in the emergency room, They put him into an isolation cell, they chained him to a bed, and eight riot guards with rubber batons showed up in the isolation cell and beat him for one hour and 18 minutes until he died at the age of 37.